Book Spoilers. I'm Emily. And I'm Susie. Here we're going to talk all things book related with no regrets when spilling all the secrets and surprises of our most recent reads. Now, some of these will be our favourite books, while others were just misses in our opinion. So follow along on this journey to find out what to read, what to avoid, and what to get excited for. Today we will be discussing Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J Mass. Yes, so this is the first book in the Crescent City series. There's only two so far. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be four in total because in the book you can see that there's like House of Sky and Breath and there's Mm. four like houses houses. and so I think they're going to follow the houses. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so this is the first book and we're going to jump right into a plot overview. Now this is a pretty hefty plot okay Mm -hmm. there is a lot to go through so just stick with us because we're just gonna have to smash through it it's an 800 page book so it's a big one she thick so the book follows bryce as our protagonist and she is half fey she works at an antique store owned by jezeba who's this like enchantress kind of person and also at the store are lehaba which is a little fire spirit and Syrinx, who is a chimera. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think so. Anyway, um, basically Bryce has her best friend Danica. And Danica is the alpha of the pack of devils. And then the other important person to know at the moment is Archangel Micah. And he's like the governor of all of Crescent City. Now, Jezeba at the beginning wants Bryce to find Luna's horn which is like this ancient fey relic that has been stolen or lost or something in history and because Jezeba owns this like antique but it's really like this black market kind of place um she wants it as an item to sell or to keep for her personal collection we don't really know anyway Bryce like comes home one day and the pack of devils Uh, which is like the werewolf pack, including Danica. So Bryce comes home after working her shift or whatever and finds Danica and the pack um, dead in her apartment. Like they've been ripped to shreds. It's quite violent. Um, And there's a demon that Bryce sees Mm -hmm. leaving the scene and Bryce kind of follows it. And then does she kill it? I think she she tries tries to to. be like, hey, you, like, you kill my friend sort of thing. Yeah. (laughs) And then... The demon, like, attacks her. Yeah. 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 And then somehow she ends up in a cell. She does end up in a cell. She does end up... No, actually, sorry. I remember what happened. Okay, go for it. So she sees the demon flee the scene. She follows it. And then the demon attacks an angel. Um, Yeah. One of Micah's little men, people. And so she's trying to help him. And then, like, the demon flees off. And then that's how she ends up in a cell. Because she's like a witness to his almost murder. Yeah. Anyway, the person or the angel who put her in the cell is Hunt Athelar. I think that's Mm -hmm. how you say his name. And he's this, you know, broody, mysterious, you know, everything we love in a Uh, mm fae person. Hunt's the classic, like, um, fantasy love interest, you know. Exactly. Broody and, yeah. And Hunt is also Micah's personal assassin. So he's he's a bad boy, you know, to add to the list mm-hmm. of things that we love about him. Now, Hunt is was part of a rebellion 
an angel rebellion about 200 years ago and he fought in the rebellion but their side didn't win and so now he's considered a fallen angel and so he is kind of enslaved to Micah so that's how he's wound up as Micah's personal assassin. Anyway, a few years later, so this is two years later, another friend of Bryce is killed. Now, I don't think this is BFF kind of friend. It was just someone she knew. knew. And they had the same kind of marks and, you know, indicators, you know, of killing as Danica and the pack of devils. So they're thinking that, well, the angels are thinking that it's the same person or same thing that's, that's killing these people. And so Hunt is sent to protect Bryce to investigate the um, scene. So Bryce is basically trying to figure out what happened to her friend Mm. and everything and then Hunt's kind of tagged along. No, No, he's like he's he's been assigned to her. He's been assigned to her. Anyway, they find out that maybe Luna's horn, which is the relic that Jezebel's looking for, may be connected to these killings and and things like that. And that other people are also looking for this horn. So it's not just people like Jezebel, but there may be people who want to use it for bad, Mm. not for good. Then in parts three and four we find out that Danica was actually dealing synth which is a type of drug in the Crescent City world and somehow Hunt kind of got wound up into this synth kind of drug deal deal thing and he gets locked up in jail and Bryce tries to buy him because he's obviously enslaved to Micah who then goes, no, I don't want you because, you know, you've disobeyed me. Mm. And he sells him to Sandriel, who's like... Who used to be his, his lover or something. No, his lover's sister. Oh, yeah, back in the rebellion Back in times. the rebellion times, yeah. So he has some, you know, past with Sandriel. And anyway, Sandriel now owns him and Bryce tries to buy him back. And Sandriel is like, no, no. And so then Bryce offers herself up as, you know, tribute. Mm -hmm. But then we find out that she's actually the Fae King's daughter. We also find out that she is Luna's horn. Like Danica found the horn. Stole it. Stole it. Yeah. Well, depends (laughs) on how how you look at it, I guess. She stole it. Yeah. Okay. She knew the power of Luna's horn and she basically ground it up and put it into some like tattoo ink and she basically tattooed it onto Bryce. And so Bryce has this back tat, but Bryce doesn't remember this because she's a bit of a party girl and she was a bit drunk. And so she doesn't really remember much of the tattooing process. So that's how that happened. And basically Bryce kind of has a altercation with Micah who's the governor and he injects Bryce with synth because he's doing like some random synth experiments and we find out that he's the bad guy spoiler alert and she goes to Jezebel's antique store to find an antidote basically he follows her and they end up in the antique store and he sees that it's all black market stuff and he tries to kill her and activate luna's horn um via the tattoo don't really know how but you know yeah because it'll open up like a rift to hell or something something like that and then she basically fights back and in the fight back 
Lehaba, who is the fire spirit, who we love, and she's so cute and so funny. She actually dies in the like fight in mm. between Micah and Bryce. And then Bryce, you know, gets super pumped up and angry and she eventually kills him. Does she set him on fire or does he just turn to ash? I actually read it. She shot him. Yeah. Then she cut him up and then she burnt him and then put him. No, she burnt him. He turned into ash. ash and then she, she like vacuumed, vacuumed him, him up and then, and then put, put him, him in, in the bin. bin. Exactly. It was like, oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, this, the camera footage of the antique store was being live streamed to like all the governor people Hmm. in the Crescent City. So Hunt's watching it, Sandreel's watching it, all these people are watching it and it's like, oh my gosh, Hmm. what is going on? She just killed an archangel. So big deal. But also like the fact that Micah was a bad person. They were like, this is news to us. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, when she leaves the antique store, she finds out the horn opened up some portals um, because he somehow activated it. Mm. I can't really remember how. And there's like demons coming out of these portals and it's just a big mess. We also find out that she's Starborn Fae, which is like a really powerful kind of Fae, which I think only the royals can carry so so Mm. she's yeah so she has that and Bryce basically saves the day by closing the gate to the portals she does this by making the drop so making the drop is basically the process of becoming immortal but she needs another soul to anchor yeah to anchor her into the same realm so she doesn't kind of die die Danica's soul spirit saves Bryce from death because she's kind of hung around a little bit Mm. just to help Bryce make the drop which is like really sweet sweet. it was so it was such a beautiful moment and then Hunt is basically freed and they are told to keep silent in exchange for pardon from the people they've killed because Hunt killed some people to like get to Bryce Mm. when she was making the drop because he wanted to be that anchor and then she obviously killed Archangel Micah and it was just it was hectic Mm. so that's basically the plot it's a lot to process obviously reading it there's a lot more little details and subplots like any high fantasy novels like politics heavy like there's so much politics with it so many people are like betraying others and like it's just a lot (laughs) definite but tropes what are the tropes okay well obviously we've got a bit of an enemies to lovers subplot with um bryce and hunt and then i also said forced proximity Mm -hmm. so Hunt is kind of assigned to Bryce and she kind of has to put up with it because Mm. he has knowledge that she doesn't about the murders when they're trying to solve the murders. So that's, that's pretty interesting. I think that's the main ones. Yeah. I think they're the main ones. Those ones. Um, and then favorite moments. So I think one of my most favorite moments, and you might think I'm weird for this, but it's definitely when Bryce kills Micah, (laughs) just because in the moment, when she's brutally, like, killing him and she's got his ashes on the floor and she just, like, vacuums it up so calmly and I think she just, like, looks into the cameras as well being like, you guys seeing this? I'm literally backing up. 
ashes up the ashes of the archangel. archangel and i just thought it was like the most hilarious thing because she's just like such a badass and i was just like yes girl yeah she was she was so cool and so like bold in that moment mm. oh my and God. i think everyone at like all the governing people were just like gobsmacked. Oh. Yeah, and it was definitely like she's a force to be reckoned mm. with. Yeah, they were definitely very intimidated by her from then. Yeah, um, that was definitely one of my favorite moments as well. I also said Lehaba, just her character in general. I love her. She's so funny, but she watches these really funny TV shows, and just the names of them are just hilarious. Mm. They're a little bit... Um, we might not say them on here, but like definitely uh, when you read it, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, you'll mm. have a bit of a chuckle. Mm, you'll have a chuckle. Um, and then another favourite moment. Oh, definitely when my, um, Bryce makes the drop, like with Danica. Yeah. Like that was just like, honestly gave me chills. And I was like, emotional moment. She was like, you know, because I thought she was going to die, like Bryce, because she had dropped the furthest out of like everyone like even the faking yeah even the faking like her father so they were like I don't know if she's gonna have enough strength to like get back up so I was like oh this is like really stressful but then like when Danica was like reassuring her I was like really sweet so and rating I rated it five out of five because it is so so good yeah it's super complex and detailed plot and I just I loved all the little plot twists, like, you know, because at first you think it's the demon that's doing all the murders, but then you find out that it's the synth and it's just like, God, and then the whole thing with the horn, it's just... The subplots are really uh, detailed as well, Mm. not just the main plot. Like, at first, they introduce a lot of subplots and you're wondering, oh, are they all relevant? Are they all going to tie together? But they end up like tying together all quite nicely, so... Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I also just love the world building and the politics. Mm. It just, it makes sense. And I think she really covers all the bases. Um, Sarah J Mass, that is. I yes. think she covers all the bases, which is really good. Uh, ages, I said 15 plus. Yeah, 15 or 16 plus. Like, I think Sarah J Mass said it was like an adult fantasy, but a lot of people argue it's like more young adult. YA, yeah. Yeah, like, just keep in mind, like, it's got only... A few like little spicy scenes, but not too much. But it's like a lot of swearing, drinking, drugs, like clubbing, violence as well. So just like keep that in mind if you don't like that stuff. But yeah, definitely yeah. recommend it. Mm. Awesome. And that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Book Spoilers Podcast and leave any questions or discussions you have in the comments section underneath the post for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.